0: Hey guys, this is Will. I just wanted to let you know what we have here is the continuation of episode 107. Uh, You'll see by the title, we have the wonderfully awesome uh, Dino Roscoe, older brother to Smider, Jingles Roscoe. And so he's on. We're talking about a whole bunch of other stuff that we didn't get to talk about in the last episode. So if you want to check what we're talking about, uh, not only check the description... Uh, so we get into some interesting stuff we find out a little bit more about the latest uh the latest uh roscoe to join the roscoe family uh dino and his wife's wonderful new son we get to talking about stories with the roscoe bros and then we wrap up with uh information about the ministry that dino is involved in with his family and so if you're interested in doing anything whether it be prayer or supporting it financially there's a link in the description so please go check that out please consider showing support to him uh, they're doing a ministry called youth now which i do believe i'm sorry not youth now but youth alive and so that's a ministry that they do in order to help uh young people get get their heads together help them deal with things like bullying drugs different things like that in their lives and I really try to help them set a different path in their lives. So I hope you'll check this out. I hope you'll enjoy it. Uh, please let us know on the Facebook page if you're on Anchor, leave voicemails. Uh, if you're if you're if you're excited about Rasco Brothers stories, this is the episode here. So, anyway, without any further ado, you're gonna join us already in Progress and Conversation. All right. Uh This is part two of the awesome conversation I got to have with uh, Dino Roscoe, uh, one of the elder brothers of my co-host, Jingles and Spider Roscoe. And so we're going to get some stories uh, about the Roscoe bros and and everything. But before we get to that, I really just want to start off with, I know the baby has been born since the last time we talked. I know the little man gives y'all a lot of joy. I'm sure there's, there's some stuff, you know, it's funny. I'll tell people a lot of times, especially when I find out they're going to have a child. You know, I always try to give them a blessing. I always try to say, you know, mm-hmm. I pray that your child brings you many laughs, much joy, and a few sleepless nights as need be. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I don't care what baby it is. In some sort of format is going to get weird. Yeah, yeah. If the baby doesn't wake up at night at first, you're you're really worried. Like, what's going to happen? Why is the baby not waking up? What's going on? Yeah. If the baby does wake up, then you're getting up. So, mm-hmm. first things first. Uh, How has it been? You know, you, you you're now you know you're now the full family has begun. You know, you have your wife, yeah. you have yourself, and now you have the little big man. Whew.
1: Man, uh, a dream come true, one hundred percent. I can't. I can't even begin to describe to you what what all of this really means to me. The culmination of uh, of this family and where we're at today. Um, I my brothers would probably tell you that <clears throat> that I waited for a long time. I didn't get married until I was in my thirties. I was the I was the boy in high school that was completely in love with any girl who would look at him and just say hi, you know, and and was just like show kindness to me and I super hopeless romantic wanted to be married for the longest time wanted to have kids but I also was willing to wait and the standard that I had was such a high standard when it came to the person that I was gonna give love to uh, show show my heart to I was willing to engage in starting that conversation but I wasn't willing to just give my heart away to anybody and uh, apparently I was a little too intense when it came to uh showing uh attraction showing my attraction to somebody or 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 just like even talking about hey as a 16 year old I don't think a 16 year old wants to hear somebody ask them hey so where do you see yourself in five years uh do you want to have kids when do you want to get married not necessarily to me but just period those are like really deep things, but those are things that were important to me early on. And then as I, I went on and went on and went on, I started realizing, and the people told me all the time, man, your standard is really high. You really just, you, you need to lower probably that standard. You you're, you want the you want a perfect person, and you're never going to find one. And I, I just stuck to it. Um, I don't know if that
0: that's considered a perfect standard. I mean, if you're looking for somebody that, you know, okay, case in point, My mom, every time I talk to my mother, she's like, you're almost 50. I just want you to be happy. Mom, I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, I don't need to just hook up with somebody. Just uh, like, it feels like you want to be happy because you want me to be with somebody. It doesn't feel like it matters if I'm happy in my own skin right now. Exactly. I said, I may not ever get married, mom. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, that's the case. Like, look, it's me and the Lord. We're rolling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I used to mess with mama Roscoe that she would say, when are you going to get married and have kids? And you know, your time is passing you by. I, I, I need grandchildren. And I would say, well, uh, then the next girl that I see, I'm sure that we can make that happen for you. And she's like, Oh, stop. You're, you know, you're being, you're being a brat. And I'm like, well, this isn't, this isn't, uh, there isn't like some magic formula out there that just connects people. You have to do work. They have to be willing. You have to be willing so I, I, uh, I waited, and uh, uh, we've talked about Susie and how we met. <clears throat> honestly, 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 Will, I, I don't say this because I want brownie points or because for whatever reason, it's the legitimate truth of my heart. My wife raised my standard when I met her. I thought I had a ridiculous standard. I thought nobody could ever meet that standard. That's what people had told me. And then I realized that my standard wasn't high enough. when I met my wife okay that's the that's the that's the that's the god honest truth my wife uh has surpassed everything that I hoped for and, and and dreamt of and um I'm I'm so blessed that that I even know her but let alone that she's she's my wife and now we have Gabriel and I've I've wanted I wanted to be a dad for so long just like I wanted to be a husband I considered in in my singleness when I was a youth pastor uh, and and making pretty good money at the church when I say pretty good money for a single guy, not pretty good money, you know, at all. (laughs) I look at it today and I'm like, wow, I thought that was a lot of money. But I considered adopting back then. I had been encouraged by a friend that said, you know what, you should maybe maybe you should think about adopting. You have a father's heart. You really want to be a dad. Uh, And I never pursued that because I, well, first off, I do believe 100% in adoption. I think it's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. But I always thought that maybe it would, just in my heart, I felt like it would limit uh, a person wanting to you know, pursue me if they knew that I had a child. Yeah. And, um, and also, when I started to actually look into it, they think it's kind of creepy for a single guy to want to adopt children. So that's like a big red flag for them. So yeah. I, that, 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 that route was kind of closed off to me.
0: Yeah, uh, but, I, but I wanted go ahead. I was just gonna say, yeah, I could totally see where like that <laughs> would throw red flags. I've got good friends, as a matter of fact. Uh, I had them on for the Valentine's Day episode, uh, mm-hmm. Jack, Jack and Lindsay, and they've adopted some beautiful girls out of Africa. They really, you know, they had That's their true. one daughter, and they were just like, you know, they knew more than likely they wouldn't physically be between the two of them. there was a certain things going on. They wouldn't be able to physically have more children and so Lindsay was like it is a whole story I'm sure uh, but just through the processes they went through and started you know going through and do, adopting and it was like they went from like they adopted one little girl from South Africa and then it was I think it was South Africa and then um, next thing they got, they got a report saying that there was a set of sisters that mm-hmm. if somebody didn't adopt them both then they would get separated in the system Hmm. and so their heart really went out to them and so they met them they met the family they spent a few weeks over there and then they brought them home they were just like they're our kids now yeah and so you know they brought them home they got a house full of house full of energy uh yeah. and stuff when i was interviewing them i got to see two of the girls all there and it was just like you know they like, oh, hi <laughs> it was yeah. just so sweet you know and everything <laughs> yeah it was crazy <laughs> so Let's talk about the name because I know that was something yeah. I t- got to talking about the last time. And uh, there's a story behind mm. the name for little Mr. Gabriel. Yeah. So I'd like you to share that story.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My dad's name was Gabriel. Uh, my dad's name was Gabriel Contreras Urrutia. And um, we've kind of talked about him a little bit. I'm sure the Roscoe brothers have brought him up as well, the younger Roscoe brothers. I'm I'm a Roscoe brother, so I shouldn't separate myself from them. <laughs> uh, but my, with with all of the ups and downs that I had in my relationship with my dad, I have never known a better person than him. I've never known a better man than my father. <clears throat> and uh, with all the shortcomings as a as a being a present father and all those things, I still I couldn't think of a better name that to to give to give to a child, uh, to give to a son, especially my firstborn as my dad. Um, it just it was such an important thing for me, and uh, just all the uh, everything that I can think of, all the good things, the the, the gentle things that my dad was. Uh, he was funny. He was a hard worker. My mom. My, this is actually something that. I looked forward to so much having a pregnant wife because my mom would talk about how my dad was when she was pregnant. And how he would go out in the middle of the night if she had some craving for something, he would get up and he would go. My dad owned his own construction company. Mm -hmm. He was usually up at five in the morning and and out and working. She was just telling me the other day about how she had, she's like, you know, I'm in my fifties and I'm watching Roscoe brother in Tucson. He's got three kids. I'm watching his kids and I'm out of energy. And I don't know how your dad did it. Your dad would go and work this construction job and he would come home completely tired from working that. And then he would play with all of you. He would love on all of you. He would hold all of you. He was so present. He was so in um, I, uh, stacking up, stacking up, stacking up all these things. I know that my dad wasn't perfect but I know that my dad was a really good man and my dad loved the Lord. My dad loved to tell people about the Lord. My dad loved people. So when I think about, when I thought about what's just the most appropriate name that I could give a child, that's the one that I could think of. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to name him Gabriel. And then of course, Susie, she said, I want him to have his dad's name too. And the, the, I, I was blown away, and I absolutely love that she would want to do that. Mm-hmm. And and so, I, I mean, I didn't argue. I wasn't mad about it. And so his name is Gabriel David Urrutia. Uh, his last name is not hyphenated. That was, uh, my wife didn't want his last name to be hyphenated, mm-hmm. so we didn't hyphenate it. <clears throat> but as all of us, uh, all the Roscoe family is hyphenated last name. So mm-hmm. we don't. Um, And I just figured that I would kind of read to you really quick what the names mean. Okay, go ahead. The meaning of the name Gabriel is God is my strength or God is my strong man. It's derived from uh, Hebrew and uh, the name David is, uh, it means beloved and that is also derived from Hebrew. So my prayer and my hope for my son is that uh, as he is a, and <clears throat> will i i wish there's no way there's no way for me to really tell you how much this kid is already so loved by people it's ridiculous <clears throat> i'm gonna get really emotional by the way I, That's why. I express joy often and you know most of my emotions are expressed with, with tears coming out of my eyes yeah uh my wife had put together the, I guess, baby shower list on Amazon. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know how many things were on there, but I do know that the value uh, was well over $5,000. We, we ended up getting everything except for like a few small things that would probably only cost us about $5 to get. Okay. We've received monetary gifts. Uh, and, and it seems $100, 100 it seems to be the number that God put on everybody's hearts because we've received checks, we've received gift cards, we've received just cash in our hands. I was cutting hair in a different town than I cut hair to town that I used to live in where Susie and I got married and I was visiting. I got asked if I could come back and cut hair for a couple of days, so I did. And one of my regulars down there handed me $100. And he just said, Hey, man, this is for your son for his, for for his. Uh, oh, wow. For his baby shower. This, and people talk about him all the time. We saw some friends this last weekend who live in that town. <clears throat> and they said, we, we, we are constantly waiting for you to post pictures and videos of your son. And we text each other and we say, Oh, my gosh, did you see the newest thing of that? Did you see Gabriel's uh, latest, uh, picture or his latest video that John David posted or that Susie posted. Um, man, I, he is already so beloved. And in this, as he walks, as as he walks in this life, and it doesn't surprise me that he is because his grandfather was so beloved. And I believe you said this when we first talked, but you can tell by my brothers, the way they talk about me, that, they, they hold me to a certain standard that I don't believe I'm worthy of, but they, they believe that I am. I know that I'm a beloved person as well. I, I believe those are all gifts from God, but I know that this little boy is already experiencing that in his life. And, that, and my prayer is that as his identity of David is constant, constant in wherever he goes, that his identity as Gabriel will also be constant, that God will be his strength mm-hmm. because he's going to need god's strength that god will be his strong man that whenever whenever gabriel experiences any kind of hardship just like a bully uh, coming into our, our 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 lives and wanting to pick on us that god will be his strong man and god nobody's stronger than god yeah so these names as we looked at because I'm, I'm all about the meaning of names as well as these names were coming to our hearts and i just couldn't shake we got to call them we got to name him gabriel yeah. Um, and looking at the meanings of them, it, man, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm I, just so excited to see how this plays out in his life.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, I mean, you guys are praying for him. I mean, he's got his family praying for him. I mean, he's got yeah. his uncles that are praying for him. I know it's funny. I asked mm-hmm. the bros, I was just like, you know, how do you, you know, how do you feel being uncles? And uh, if you yeah. got a chance to listen to the show, they were like, "Well, you know, he's he's small. He kind of does his own thing, and he's not really contributing to society yet. We're gonna have to talk to his dad about this." And I was like, "Well, he's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 if babies were contributing to society as soon as they came out of womb, I'm kind of scared what that world looks like."
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> you know, all of a sudden you got like boss baby and this little babies. That's to what the- I was gonna say. So, so, Father, I brought home the check today for our work. I was wondering if I could help pay rent today. You know, yes. yeah. I think we need to help out around the house as much as possible. You're, yes, yeah. yeah. you're old. Why, are you, <laughs> why are you not just flipping over? Like I saw, that was one of the other videos I saw where he was kind of doing the whole flip thing. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah. Y'all were just so proud. It's just like, see, those are cheerleaders. It's it's funny how watching parents be cheerleaders for their kids helps build them up mm. and mm. when and i know like even this morning for example i was in my prayer call with church and god kept bringing to my remembrance you know we have these treasures in earthen vessels to display mm. the power within the power of god and not of ourselves yeah and it's like i sat there and thought about it because i was praying about mm. kingdom vision and it was just like lord let us be vessels and then it, it uh, then he reminded me of the potter's wheel Cause I've thrown clay a few times in my life, and okay. it's like, you know, Lord, don't let me be clay that is hard to mold. Don't let me be clay that I have to be beaten to get air bubbles out of. Let yeah. me be clay that's malleable. And the thing about having a little one at home right now is that he's he's. I'm not going to say blank slate because I don't believe that's the case. I believe God puts stuff in us all. Yeah. and he wants to be able to get it gain a return on that investment he put in us it's mm-hmm. when we become spiritually awakened to what his will is for our lives and it's like we have access to it yeah. you know, and so i pray for him as well mm, that he would be continue to be moldable continue to be teachable yeah. yeah continue to be because that's something we all need you know what i mean that's not just i'm not just praying that for him because it's, i pray that for myself you know, mm-hmm. I pray that for you. I pray that for the Rascal bros. Mm-hmm. I pray that for anyone yeah. that wants to hear it. Because yeah. it's life will beat you down if you're not real careful. Yeah. You'll wake up one day and you'll look at the mm-hmm. world and you will be shaped by the something's going to shape us all. Mm-hmm. Would you yep. rather be God or would you rather be the world?
1: That's good. That'll preach, bro. 100%. So, That's
0: good. You know. I pray your little man nothing but success, but I also pray that as you guys raise him, uh, even through the struggles, because there'll be struggles, I'm sure. Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. somebody said, well, you don't understand what it's like you're not a parent. I said, no, but I was a kid and I gave my mom <laughs> help. <health. laughs> yeah. I put my mom through stitches sometimes. And I was the mm. kid that, like, my brother would do really dumb things and then I just got to watch him do dumb things. I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because mom tried to swing a baseball bat on him when he did that. I don't want that. Let's not do (laughs) anything near that ever. You know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But yeah. So It's really awesome to hear the story of his name and how he's beloved already and how how that also reminds you of his namesake. Mm -hmm. Because that's really neat because it kind of shows you that maybe you know, There's a there's a reason beyond your reasoning why that Mm. name fit. Yeah. And so Mm. that's awesome. You know. Yeah, man. So I want to let you talk about the Rasco Bros. Any (laughs) stories that you wanna tell about them or anything like that. You're oh man,
1: yes. They're they're probably as they're listening to this, wherever they're at right now, I can guarantee you they're having this sinking feelings. Inside of themselves, because of what I might bring up and what I might say, and they should absolutely be afraid, because I have so much ammo, so much, <laughs> and the floor is mine, my friend. Yep. <laughs> one of one of my favorite stories of my brothers is actually uh, Smider Smider Roscoe had. Um, let me rewind just for a moment. Let me preface this with this: M- my brothers. Never borrowed anything from me that ever came back the way I let them borrow it. It always came back broken of somehow, or never made it back to me. Okay, so I was often frustrated because they would want the things that I had. Right, if I was working, if I worked for something and I and I finally had it, and they were like, "Oh man, I'd really like to play with it," or "Can I borrow it?" or "Can I?" And I'd say no because well, and I and I, and I exaggerate you not. 10 out of 10 times, 100 out of a hundred times, it was either broken or missing by the time it was time to get returned to me. Okay. So <clears throat> there was a gift that was given to me by one of my pastors when I was interning at the church that I eventually became a youth pastor of. He had gone to Cambodia and got this just as a joke. He thought it was the funniest thing. He would always give me like these weird gifts. But he had gotten this, it was a wooden sculpture. It was hand hand carved, but it was a pig that was broadside and it was turning and it was turning and looking at you. And it had like a Buddha face on it. So this big smiling Buddha face on this pig that had like underneath it's on its bottom side, it had, you know, teats and... Like, just the person whoever carved it out <clears throat> really went for it. Okay. And I called it the happy pig. I call it the happy pig because every time that I looked at it, it didn't matter how I was feeling, it would make me laugh. Every time. <laughs> if I was frustrated, I would, I would look at the happy pig and I would, I would get happy. So what I ended up doing is I, as I uh, used double-sided tape and I taped it onto my dashboard on my car. <clears throat> so everywhere I went if somebody cut me off I'd be like oh my goodness I can't <laughs> happy pig oh my goodness uh, what? somebody gets in the car and they're talking about how they were being bullied and I was like we're going back to the school right oh happy pig yeah. just I would just get happy right yeah. and we would all be like oh man happy pig we're happy <clears throat> so of course of course of course of course smiter asks can I take it to my school and can I can I show and tell happy pig and I said, absolutely not. I'm not gonna let you do that. Oh, please, oh, why not? We're in the living room. Please, 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 please. Oh no, that's not fair. I said, and I, and I would tell him, name one time. This was this was always my argument. Name one time that I've ever let you borrow anything and it came back or came back exactly as I let you borrow it. And it would just be quiet. Well, that won't happen this time. You've, you say that every time. Every time you tell me that it won't happen. <clears throat> so of course my mom is there and she interjects and it's not fair that you know big brother is putting little brothers in her place and i need to let him take it to school and i said no i'm not going to this is one of the, this is one of the only times i've ever put my foot down in a conversation with mama roscoe because you don't you just don't do that right you don't do that mama roscoe. so i eventually give in. fine fine you know what you said that he this is like this is an irreplaceable gift you would have to go back to cambodia and find the random market that my youth pastor had gone to to find the person who carved this pig to replace this pig so nothing better happened to this pig Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he takes it to school i gave him big instructions you put this in your locker and you keep it in your locker until it's time to take it out once you're done showing it you put it back in your locker and then once, you, once you're once you leaving school, you put that in your backpack, you bring it straight here and you give it to me. You hand it to me, you put it in my hands. So <laughs> he doesn't bring it back.
0: <clears throat> oh no.
1: And I, yeah, so I was like, I told you to bring it. He's like, no, no, it's in my locker. I forgot it. I told you, you need to bring it. You need to bring it back. So you need to bring it back tomorrow. And it was like two or three days and I was on him. I was just on him. So he brings it back and its face is completely chipped. Oh dear. He said that somebody did something. I if I'm being honest with you, well, I wasn't listening to him. I was so mad. And it's like, give me the this is this. And I was just like, this is exactly why I never let you guys use anything. This is exactly why I never, you know. And so, oh
0: yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I just kind of Googled. I was just like, meditating Buddha pig okay let's just meditating. see, what kind of, let's just see so what's out there this Asian
1: porcelain pig Buddha that face is really close to the so face like, that one right so
0: there this one mm-hmm.
1: oh wow so it was really close to that face but it was on a pig's body so it was just a normal pig's body <clears throat> and it was broadside but it was turning and facing you mm-hmm yeah, but that's really close to how how it looked. That's so funny, man. <laughs>
0: the land of Google, man. The land of yes, Google.
1: Yes, yes, I love it. Anyway, so that's one story. I know that's not necessarily a funny story, but it just I wanted you guys to know how irresponsible my brothers used to be. And if they ever ask you to borrow anything, you you've been warned. You've been warned. You're placing you're placing fate in your own in or, their hands.
0: Now. Just, or or just walk into the knowledge that more than likely you're just gonna have to get that thing replaced.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: You will just have to buy another one, and it's like you need to let that be known beforehand.
1: That's true. That's okay, true. I, I can deal
0: with that. <laughs> I, I would so recommend you know maybe like, hey, bro, remember that Buddha pig? Yeah, I need you for Christmas. Yes, I need some type of replacement.
1: That is that is a wonderful idea. Wonderful.
0: Just whatever if, you gotta do, Etsy, eBay, whatever you gotta do, <laughs> figure it out. I do yep. something equivalent to it. Just yep. so I can have that back.
1: <laughs> yeah, happy pig needs to be back in my life. That's what I want. Yep. I just need happy pig in my life. Not that I don't have enough joy. Now I have my son who I look at him and I'm instantly happy. So mm-hmm. maybe I don't need happy pig. <laughs> But I guess it's the thought that counts. If I knew that they cared.
0: (laughs) Oh, come on in. Oh, my goodness. There's a little big dude right there. There he is right there.
1: And there's my wife, Susie.
0: Hi. I told her husband, I said, we need to get you on here so we can hear your version of the story behind how you guys met and everything. He said that
1: uh he wants to get you on here because he wants to hear your version of how we met.
0: Oh my gosh, that <laughs> that would that'll take a little bit of time, <laughs> but I would love to. That would be great. <laughs> awesome.
1: Baby boy. Oh baby boy. He's yeah. happy, man. That's his that's his happy place right there. Yeah.
0: Nothing wrong with that. I get it. Nothing wrong with yes. that at all, man. Look. Yeah. You're being held, you ain't gotta worry about nothing. You know, yep. I mean, you you you're provided for, you're taken care of, uh, you've got everything you need, and I mean, that's kind of an example of how the Heavenly Father works, even when we don't. Uh, I've read it several times in different places. God is faithful even when we're faithless. Yeah, and yeah. so it's kind of like being a small child, and Him holding us even in the midst of the craziness. Yep. absolutely
1: now i i feel like i've learned you hear what it's like you hear the examples of oh you know this is how father's heart is for us once he was born it literally changed every single one of those examples for me and that's like the only way i can think now when i'm reading the word and i'm thinking about how god feels about me i think about him it's it's Blows blows on my head. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So we uh, have the happy
0: pig story.
1: Yes, and, and we we'll another. Out how to
0: we we'll have to figure out a way to 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 rib uh, Smiter and, and see about getting a, getting a happy pig <laughs> in the future. Yeah, like we could challenge it and be like, look, you you love Metal Gear so much. Find a happy pig that's that's cosplaying as a Snake. Yep, so. or something,
1: man. You know, I used to I used to say this to them all the time but I'm like what if I go to your room and I take your video games and I bring them back chipped how about that how about I do that how about I go get the one that you like so much and they're like yeah my mom of course again that's not very nice that's not how we you're right it's not how we treat each other but I I called this I called it I knew it would happen if it would if if there was one time that it didn't then I would be, and then I would have some faith, and I'd be like, "You can do this, bro." Yeah, but maybe I should have had more faith in my, bro- my brothers. No, yeah. we all alarm. Uh, uh, that's the whole thing <clears throat> about it. True story. That's true. So, and when you have a mother who is going to make you do it anyway, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe make them put a down payment on it or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the other things that always cracks me up too that that I've told people a lot about is. My brothers used to, again, if I had something, they wanted it. Uh, and so if I had a soda or something, right, in the summer and I come home and I have a drink of some kind, they'd oh, hey, can I have a sip? Sure. And of course, I would start to change my tone as the years went by. But their quote unquote sip was usually like gulp 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 and then they'd hand it back and it'd be half of the drink was gone. What? And they'd hand it to each other. Gulp, gulp, gulp. And now now I'm sitting with a, a brand new drink that I just cracked open. And now it's and it's gone. And I'm like, you guys know I don't have any more of those, right? Like, what? I thought you guys said you wanted a sip. I did have a sip. No, you guzzled half of this drink down. And then you guzzled the other half thanks for leaving me backwash. appreciate you guys and they would they do would just like never they it was just this is the thing that always blew my mind was that they could do it and not even blink like have no remorse whatsoever if they did they didn't show it I'd be like you guys and they'd be like oh man yeah sorry about that and then they just go on their merry way not not man maybe we should see if we could scrape some change together and and try to no no no. They, it was just like well, I got what I wanted. So see ya. So, yeah. so but that would. Yeah. So whenever they ask you for a sip, watch out. <laughs> they're just gonna take all of it.
0: So happy pig and a case of your favorite soda.
1: Everything. <laughs> <man>. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's all. That's all I want.
0: That's all I want
1: to you know to know that my brothers care about me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then and then a little baby bottle. And you can have on the baby bottle Gabriel's baby bottle.
1: That's right.
0: If it's in this baby bottle, nobody else gets it. Nobody's touched.
1: (laughs) Yep. Bye. You
0: got
1: a clean diaper. Yeah. I'm in here in the nursery.
0: Yeah, I saw the the crib back there. It's just like, aw. Yeah, this is
1: our this little square that I'm sitting in is the office and then the rest of it is his nursery. Mm -hmm. We got blessed. We got blessed with where we're living. Awesome. Um, I will say this. I don't want to just, you know, dump on my brothers. It's fun to think about those kinds of things, the things that little brothers do, but these guys have been just big advocates for me in my life, everywhere that I've moved, everywhere that I've gone uh, the, the thing that would probably stand out the most to me about them is how supportive they've been. They just, man, they, they, they root for me. They root for me when I see them, when I talk with them, they are constantly just talking about how proud of me they are, how much they miss me, how much they, you know, I'm sure that they're dying to meet Gabriel and, uh, because of weather and because of how far away we live from each other right now, it just hasn't been possible for them to be over here, but they, they have, they have blessed me so much in in, in my life. It doesn't matter if I was in my adult life or as, as a kid, these guys have, they've just anything that I, I do even slightly well, they've made it seem like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. And they, they just, They've, they bless me so much, man, and, and I'm so thankful for them. They, the, they have their own way of doing it. They, they definitely have their own way of doing it. They're going to they're gonna walk to the beat of their own drum, but they still do it. And um, I'm so thankful for those guys and just how, how much they've supported me. They, they are so excited about my marriage. They're so excited about the baby being here they, they, um, they've just loved on me so much. And, and I I've said this a few times already here, but I just don't feel like I deserve it. I, th- the amount that they give me, I, they, they go above and beyond. And I feel, man, uh, I'm so thankful. I, I found some letters recently. Uh, well, I found a letter that Smider had written to me uh, mm-hmm. when I, I was living in uh, right out, right out of high school, I moved to a town, to a college town here in this state. I, I'm talking funny because I, uh, I'm not sure if I can even say locations. I said no. a location one time on their show, and they
0: edited it out for safety purposes. It's probably not best to do location. Okay, Just cool. So you. I will continue. It's to not do that, that I would mind, but it's more like, like for example, <laughs> I try not to mention my hometown by mm-hmm. name. Yeah. I know I may have let it slip, but I just don't want that smoke. You yeah. Know? yeah. You know, if somebody comes in and listens to the podcast and they're just like, oh, wait, you just I'm like, you know, look, there's <laughs> stuff because I think in the Islam's episode, I talked about some stuff that was going on in my hometown. It still goes on to this day. Yeah. So I think I just label it as kind of in my hometown, this happened.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You know. And the hardcores, they all know what your hometown
0: is yeah exactly I gotta Say it. <laughs> well, that's just real like well people that listen to the show that are from my hometown they already know what's going on there so
1: uh-huh. there's no yeah, surprise so i moved to a town a college town after high school and smiter wrote me a letter just wanted to tell me how proud of me he was and how much that he how much he missed me how how, how uh thankful he was that i was his older brother just a real simple letter, but it, it made such an impact on me, missing a person who was missing their family, and I never really thought that I had made as big of an impact in their lives as I had, and so him sharing that, it touched my heart so much, and uh, I would say about a year, maybe two years ago, Jingles he expressed to me how much he appreciates the artwork that I used to do. I used to draw all the time, and I and I gave it up. I don't even remember why I stopped, but I, I know that he took that on and he continued it. and And obviously, he's very talented, more talented than I ever was. But he'll tell you know he'll tell me that that like my art was so great. And <clears throat> anyway.
0: Yeah, I think he, he had said on a few occasions that you were part of the reason why he started doing a lot of artwork and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think also he, he credits and or blames you, depending on the circumstance, about getting him into stuff like Spawn and things like that, and some of the uh, yeah. image artists and stuff like that in the '90s and things. So hey, you know. look, you know
1: what? You got to start him young. You got to teach him the way, and and uh, it's for his it's for his own good. So he should be saying thank you.
0: Oh no, he was. He definitely was appreciative of it. No, no yeah, no, there's no question there.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I know. And see, even even things like that that just that I didn't, I never knew. I was just a kid, just trying to make it, man. I was just a kid trying to just try not to screw up, trying not to go the way that some of my family had gone. And I didn't want to end up in prison. I didn't want to be a teenage dad. I didn't want, uh, you know, and. And I didn't want to. I not want to be addicted to drugs, and I just wanted to serve the Lord. And I made mistakes yeah. doing that. Sometimes I pushed my family away, and uh, I've course corrected. And but all the while, these guys—they've just have just showered me with, with praise, and uh, that I love those guys. I love those guys so much, and so thankful that they're my brothers. I'm thankful that I was able to influence them with the things that I have. I'm thankful that uh, they've taken, they've really taken things that I thought I was really good at or really passionate about and have just gone to the, the, to the extreme deep ends of, of these things. You would talk about, you know, image, image comics and, which of course is, it wasn't a big brand. It's not a big brand, but I think about some of the characters. I was just thinking about some of the characters that I really enjoyed from that just the other day, excuse me, but also any, any love that I have of anything. I'm, I, I don't know that I ever introduced them to Dragon Ball or anything like that, but they're way into it. And it's definitely something I was into as a kid. Transformers was obviously a, a big influence for me. And it's definitely something that I, you know, talked with them about the original Transformers movie, the animated movie
0: that's the 80s. A, yeah, We've, we have talked at length about favorite <laughs> movies, and they talk so much about how every time y'all get together, it's like, you gotta sit down and watch Transformers, the movie, we gotta, you know, oh, yeah. things like that. I'm just sitting there just quoting whole lines of things and dialogue, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like this. The Decepticons, the Decepticons must be stopped no yes. matter what. And it's just like Optimus <laughs> Prime goes through, and you hear the You got the touch, yes, and Optimus Prime just (laughs) starts rolling through. And I don't care how old I get, I, still, I am that eight year old, or actually, I think when I saw it the first time, I think I was like probably 12, 13 ish. And Mm -hmm. like, I saw it, and I'm just as pumped now as I was then. And I'm absolutely like, Yes, Optimus, (laughs) get (laughs) him, get like, he's all like megatron earlier on he's like devastator merge for the kill and it's just <laughs> like they're just transforming it's like and, it, and all of a sudden all cup says is devastator and you yes. just know it's bad <laughs> yes Even yes if you've never seen the cartoons prior you just know it's bad so yes optimus prime is like Dinobots. Take out Devastator. <laughs> yeah. it was like, what are the Dino bots gonna do? They don't merge into a big old robot, they yeah. still put in work. But that's right. Watching that, that's movie. right. And then, you know, you see the moment, it's like Hot Rod catches the Matrix, the light. Oh, fall. yeah. And I'm just sitting there going, Yes. They're telling us who the guy's gonna be right there. That's foreshadowing. That's and right. Does anyone else in the room not see this? Yeah, yeah. And then like everybody's just like, and it's Ultra Magnus. And Robert Stack, of course, is sitting there like, all right, Transformers, <laughs> let's go He puts it in. It doesn't even fit. Like, it's literally nope. just an open box. And he's just like sliding in there, hoping <laughs> it doesn't get damaged. Like, oh, he's, yeah. running around. he's running around like your bros. He's just like, Optimus, I'm going to put this in here. I'm going to it doesn't get shifted or anything. I hope it's all right. <laughs> I don't have a compartment for this. See, I wonder why, maybe because I'm not designed to hold it.
1: Because you're not the man. You're
0: not the man. You said give it to him. I'm taking it. Okay, let's go. And so they go through all this stuff, man. That's just like, that movie for me was like so just, whoo, man.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. It was awesome. I still get chills every time a rise Rodimus Prime and he starts saying, Optimus. He's opening the thing. I want to cry. I want to cry every time I watch that. Car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs over. Oh, yeah. He runs over and uh, socks Ultramagnus Magnus in the mouth. Not Ultra Magnus. Um,
0: Galvatron.
1: Galvatron in the mouth, throws him down, throws him out. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> that whole movie was just
0: Star was Scream. awesome.
1: The soundtrack. Star, soundtrack Scream's, awesome. coron-
0: Star Screams Coronation when he's like <laughs> yeah he's not like megatron is that you here's a hit It's mm-hmm. like this is you're, who's interrupting my coronation coronation <laughs> this is like bad comedy and, yes. like, oh, and i'm like okay first of all leonard nimoy is killing it yes I, leonard nimoy leonard nimoy yeah. spots himself with the voice of the bad yes. guy in that yes. movie what do you got? transformed from Megatron to Galvatron. Then mm-hmm. he transforms the straight up Mercs Starscream in front of everybody. Transforms oh, yeah. back and he's like, "Does anyone else have any questions?" Yeah. They're, they're like, like, "What's his name again?" Yeah. What's his name again? <laughs> <"It's> Galvatron. <laughs> <And> they're all <laughs> like, "Oh, Galvatron! Yeah. What a guy!" Yeah.
1: Typical bad guys. He
0: ain't killing us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like Soundwave is just sitting there like, y- y- "Y'all get on in here." <laughs> all y'all, yeah. Rumble, Rumble Frenzy, Ravage, Laserbeak, everybody, get back up in here, everybody. Cause he, he ain't market. Nah, nah, I ain't losing no nope. cassettes. You realize how hard it is best to make? Yeah. A few years, oh I man, that MP3 player. <laughs> Sound Soundwave Soundwave was one of my favorite
1: characters all the time, just because of that, just because he had those those cassette tapes, right? I didn't know that there was gonna be CDs later. Oh yeah. This is that's part of the. Saying.
0: This is part of the Transformers Red Line. It doesn't transform, but I'm like, I don't care. It's yeah. Soundwave. I can push the little button, and the tape doesn't transform, but it has a little tape in the inside. Oh my
1: goodness, that's awesome! So yes. I splintered. it was
0: a Christmas present to myself. I saw it. I was just like, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna buy this.
1: Yes. So that's awesome. <laughs> Yes, so good, man. Yeah, that movie. I, I was gonna say one of the best one of the best Christmas gifts of all time that I've ever gotten. Uh, Jingles and Smider got for me, and uh, surprise, surprise, <laughs> but they got me the original movie on DVD, Transformers movie, and the soundtrack together. And so I had the CD and the DVD, and I, I believe it was two thousand three when I yeah. got those, man. Well, Best, one of the one of the best Christmas gifts I've ever gotten, hands down. Yeah. It's up there, it's up there, top three.
0: A buddy of, of, mine, a buddy of mine, he got the Autobot, the Autobot Leadership Matrix edition of the Transformers. So where it was all of the seasons of Transformers. The full blown show plus the movie. Oh my like Additional disc with extra features for each season of the show. So like he had these extra discs. It was just like these are breakdowns. These are the voice actors. These are these people. And then the Holy movie cow. had a whole other disc. And I was just like, and it was a big box. Literally, it was the, it uh, it was cardboard, of course, but the outside of it was the Autobot leadership of Matrix. So you pull it apart. That's where you got each set of disc.
1: Oh my goodness, I would weep. I would I weep know. if I saw that. I wouldn't even know what it was, and I'd be like,
0: I'm opening this thing. That's right. so cool. So Rascal Bros. For Christmas. Yes. Make sure to get your brother the Autobot leadership of Matrix edition <laughs> addition to the Transformers cartoon. A case of his that... favorite drink, a, drink, drink a soda, make sure Gabriel has his own separate thing, and then yes. Happy Pig.
1: Yes. Well, I would say if they do any of that, uh, well, if they do the Ma- Matrix of Leadership set, I will, I will completely forgive all wrongs in the past okay. and will never bring up the Happy Pig story ever again.
0: Oh man! See that's, that's that, until that, then. That creates uh, that creates a lot of happier, happier friends, uh, family reunions right there.
1: <laughs> yes, it does. So
0: Autobot, Matrix the leadership edition of the Transformers box set. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, not not uh, GoBots, not the GoBots. No, no. I don't know who likes them. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. I don't either. But I'm not down with it. So yeah. I think we were. I think we were talking about uh, if you could spend $2,000 on a comic or a series of comics because of yes. course uh, the Keanu Reeves comic Berserker comic that I think drops next week. There's a one in 1,000 edition that he Whoa. autographed. He autographs them. So basically if a store orders a 1,000 they're going to get one copy of this autographed by Keanu Reeves comic book. Whoa. One cleared on eBay at the beginning of February for $2,500. One copy, one comic. So the question was last week, if you had $2,500 to spend on a comic <laughs> book, manga, you know, you could get series, whatever you felt like you needed to get. So I'm going to pose that off to you. You had all your responsibilities taken care of. Gabriel is fine. Gabriel's good. He's taken care of. all there's, there's gas in the car, you know. Uh, and which we're going to speak to in a minute. There's money in the setup for the mission trips and stuff you guys are going to be going on and do a ministry together with and all that yep. taken care of. And you've got $2,500 to spend on comic books and or manga.
1: <laughs> Ooh. I would do the entire series, uh, the entire Fathom series by Michael Turner. Okay. If, uh, if I still had some left over. Because it wasn't a very long series, I would do, I would also jump on the Battle Chasers series uh, by Joe Mad. Joe, I don't even know, how, how do you pronounce his
0: last name? Joe Madura, but I just call him Joe Mad.
1: Oh, yeah, Joe Madura. Well, that's how he signs his name anyway, Joe yeah. Mad. Bro, Battle Chasers, uh, pfft, I thought I that thought art ruined me, man. I thought the art was so good. Uh, I I I thought his Spider-Man was great as well, but his uh Battle Chasers was just such a fun. It was just such a fun world. The world of Battle Chasers was just so fun. Uh, but also Fathom, I know it was like Aquaman esque, but
0: uh, he just did such a great job. He was a little bit more advanced. I felt like than Aquaman.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, under the sea, you know, it's been done, whatever, but. Man, I thought Aspen Matthews was—I was a teenager, okay. So yeah. forgive me if maybe my, the initial reason for why I got into it was because I she's in a bikini the entire time. Yeah, but what he what he had done with with Witchblade, I, ironically enough, I didn't I didn't dabble too much into Witchblade because of how revealing. Her costume was. You know, which blade was...
0: was Witchblade was actually the reason that I believe they stopped carrying mainstream comics for a long time at Walmart because they oh. had a bunch of the comics, the comic packs and stuff. You know, you could get like the pack of comics, you get like 10 packs <laughs> yeah. in them instead fake. And Witchblade was in one of them. And so, like, the mom yeah. came back to the store and complained about how dare y'all sell <laughs> pornography to my children. Oh, yeah. And I'm kind of like. I'm sure there's some stuff out there for this that we yeah. important. I mean, the anime version of Witchblade that we got was a lot more pornographic than the actual books were.
1: But I Yeah, that it. was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh man, yeah,
0: I was gonna say, I don't
1: know, man. Um, it got pretty extreme at some points. But when they introduced darkness, that's when it was it went from being suggestive to just in your face blunt. Jackie is, Jackie
0: yeah. Estrada.
1: Estrada.
0: the man yeah. the, and i kind of liked his story i kind of wish i had seen his story outside of the world of darkness outside of yeah. the world of uh Which way? because yeah. i feel like that story was a little bit more of what happens when you're trying to. because there was a point where he was trying to get out of it all he was trying to get out yeah. of a lot of that and then like literally it was the whole mantra of this old school movie it's like every time i try to get out they just keep dragging me back in Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of that no. old thing where not only was it the people in the family, but it was the demons and all these people that were kind yeah. of like working to the power. and They were kind of like, no, you can't. Uh, <laughs> yep. So,
1: yep. Yep, yep.
0: So, so Fathom and Battle Chasers.
1: It would be Fathom and Battle Chasers. And those are both short series anyway. They didn't last for very long. Obviously, Michael Turner passed away. And I don't really remember what happened with Battle Chasers. I don't even know if it was supposed to be
0: a very long series, but... I thought it was great. Um, I can show you after we get done with the interview. So, okay. so I'll just leave it there. But cool. uh, <laughs> what I was gonna do was I was gonna look up and see what the Fathom series, if you say get the whole like run in trade. So let's just say we're gonna get the trade paperback. Yeah. So yeah. fathom trade paperbacks. Cause I'm kinda I told my I told my people at the comic book store that I get stuff from, because I still get stuff from my store out of Houston. They ship to me okay. on a weekly basis. And so I told her, I said like I'm kind of slowly getting out of the world of uh, I'm slowly getting out of the world of floppies. I mean, okay. eventually I wanna start getting trades for a lot of stuff. Because it's like a lot of newer stuff, they're trading everything. Yeah. The only time, the only things I really want to go back and get are like the old school books that they never traded. I was just trying to oh. see. Is there a because sometimes with like stuff like Walking Dead, for example, they do like a compendium where they do like different mm, yeah. books? So yeah, I'll have to yeah. hunt for that later and see if I can find it. But anyway, um... they do that with their arts, don't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The big, the, yeah. Yeah. They do compendiums where they'll do like a whole block of a series mm-hmm. it'll be a big, thicker book. Uh, they did that with Invincible as well, which I actually got the first trade of Invincible because of course that series is coming out all, on Amazon. Yeah. so It's going to be an yeah. animated series. J.K. Simmons is the voice of uh, the dad. So mm-hmm. I won't yeah. say much else because I don't know how many people have read Invincible because uh, yeah. the bigger work I think for Kirkman has definitely been Walking Dead. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, Invincible yeah. was that first real work that got him that notoriety, even though it was a superhero thing. Yeah. Uh, it was very different in that like you had a mom and a dad dad was superpowered kid trying to figure out if he had superpowers yeah uh if it get superpowers and then everything just gets turned on its head mm-hmm. um and then you've just got all kind of other stuff coming up from other worlds that are coming at like oh wait the volmanites are on earth you know we got to go to ours and destroy them. It's just like, well, wait, why are they trying to kill us? And then he has to find out why. So it's all these different betrayals. And things. So it's just a neat different story device.
1: That's okay. cool. I'm excited to look into it because I've, I've thought about it. I just saw something on it the other day. So I was like, ooh, I want to check this out. I like Robert Kirkman's stuff. So
0: Yeah, and it's, it's unique. Now, there are moments, I will tell you right off the bat, uh, it can get crazy bloody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can just get weirdly gross but it's no more gross than reading Walking Dead
1: Mm, how can you get more gross
0: Right. (laughs) so I mean but there's a point like he's fighting Alan the alien and like literally he punches his head off and then like Alan the alien is just sitting there going like oh is that all you got he's like I just pushed your head off why are you still alive he's like (laughs) because I don't need my head in order to connect it to my body in order to speak (laughs) It's like what (laughs) so that's just this whole dialogue but anyway (laughs) So that's a recommendation I would make to you. But yeah. So we've talked a lot about Gabriel, which mm-hmm. why shouldn't we? He's a cutie. Absolutely. Um, we talked a lot about good and awesome and some stories to redeemable stories because, you know, Transformers set all about leadership of Matrix. There we go. Yes. We, we, <laughs> yes. We, we get that's what we're championing for. 2021. Yes. Let's go, bros. Get Let's your do bro. It all about leadership of matrix transformer set there you go yes and so i want to wrap up with this because i know you guys are have been doing some mission work i know you guys are doing some fundraising Mm -hmm. tell us about what's going on with that man i mean i want to be able to let you talk about it so that way people hear this podcast if they say well hey i want to support what he's doing you know and let them know where they can do that so
1: yeah man i really appreciate that that's that's really awesome thank you uh So my wife and I are Youth Alive Missionary Associates. Youth Alive is a program that's nationwide through the Assemblies of God. It's actually worldwide. It's an Assemblies of God ministry that is dedicated to uh, discipling students, to discipling youth pastors and children's workers, um, and and empowering them to be able to really do the work of the ministry within the community that that they're in. Uh, the, the Youth Alive is very passionate about this, about especially discipling students. In, <clears throat> in Oregon, there's a chapter that uh, has its own ministry academy. So there are students who, after they graduate, can go to this ministry academy. And within two years, they can actually get their, their full credentialing uh, with the Assemblies of God. And, and they will actually help them. They do kind of a job fair but they bring in pastors, lead pastors from all over the state and say, these are the students that we have that are graduating. They, they've been trained for two years in ministry. They've, so there's a disciple, there's a, it's like an internship mixed in with college at the same time. So mm-hmm. they're getting the best of both worlds. Then they uh, invite all these pastors, they have these interviews and they're, they get a job right out of, right out of the program. So that's one aspect of, of, uh, youth life here in the state that we are able to partner with. We get to, uh, disciple some of these students and, and answer their questions. It's just kind of answer the hard questions of ministry. What is it going to look like? What do I do if I encounter this? Or I am encountering this in this internship that I'm doing. Uh, that's one aspect. What, what, What we are going to specifically be able to do, what we have been asked to join the team for, and we've been on the team for a year and a half, but our fundraising got put on hold because of the COVID stuff that's going on. We've still been going on trainings. We've still been doing ministry work. Last weekend, as you saw, we had a prayer room that was dedicated for youth pastors and children's workers that were at this event called Fusion that happens every single year. We, we believe 100% that pastors aren't, they're not immune to the, the, the things that happen in life. But for whatever reason, sometimes they have a hard time asking for prayer because pastors don't want to look weak. So at this event that there was going to be these leaders, we said, what if we can make ourselves available to pray for them? And we saw some really cool things happen. Uh, two people were physically healed. Uh, of, of things that they were dealing with. Other people were, were asked for prayer for things that are going on in their marriage, things that are going on in their lives. And, and we just wanted to be faithful and pray for them. So well, we we're thankful that people were willing to do that. But that was, that's another thing that we got to do ministry-wise. Uh, we've been doing all of these things on our own dime for a year and a half. And one thing that we realized is we're very limited in what we can do until we get our budget raised. So right now what we're doing is we're raising our budget. I, I started to say this, so I wanna make sure that I say it, that I finish it. Our main goal, our main job, I should say, within uh, Youth Alive is to do school, uh, motivational school assemblies and night rallies, faith-based night rallies. Uh, there's a, it's called the Seven Project. They do it nationwide. Again, it's a ministry that is through Youth Alive. And and, uh, the director here uh, has asked us the the missionary. So we are missionary associates. There is a U.S. missionary to the state of Oregon who runs the show. And he has asked us to come alongside him as his associates. So we're not fully fledged missionaries, but we are missionary associates. Uh, And he wants to hand off to us the seven project in this state. Uh, which means that we would build a team of speakers that would go into schools and do motivational school assemblies. We would do anything from, n- name an issue that's going on today. If a principal said, this is something that we want you to talk about, whether it's bullying or bullying or uh, teenage pregnancy or uh, using drugs, get, using alcohol as a teenager, any issue that their community specifically is going through, uh, we, we ask them to, to pick uh Uh, three to four of them, and then we will talk about those. What are the three to four main things that your students are struggling with? Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's it's, the cool thing about it is we can tailor it to any community that we go into. So we go and we already have all of our lights, we have all of our rigging, we have all of our sound equipment. What we don't have is somebody to lead the team, which is why we got brought on. And so we didn't have that, now we do. And we don't have a team of speakers we don't have a team of people to run all of the equipment that i just talked about mm-hmm. we are in charge of building those that team of speakers we're in charge of building that team of people that will go into the schools and and do these uh, motivational school assemblies and then if the local church in those communities asks us to we will also do a night rally a faith-based night rally where we where we will do the whole media thing all over again we'll set it all up um and and we'll do the entire production the entire presentation but this time with the gospel
0: yeah we
1: can't do that when we go into a public school but we can do it if we're invited uh in the evening to do a night rally so that's that's where we're headed that's the the main goal is we'll be doing you know four to however many in a year schools but Step number one for us is that we have to raise our budget. Now that the freeze has been lifted, we're asking people, hey, uh, would you like to partner with us? Um, and uh, it's been such a wonderful experience for Susie and I because we've already been seeing people who we didn't expect to come alongside us financially are coming alongside of us. Uh, we have we have uh, people who are supporting us for $200 a month all the way down to $10 a month. There's no quote unquote right number. If God puts something on somebody's heart, we're thankful for it. and uh, we try to communicate that to people all the time. I believe you're following our, in our, so, our Facebook page where we're sharing a lot of this stuff, but we have that up so that we can so that we can thank people so that we can communicate with people and show them what God is doing by them partnering with us financially but also partnering with us in prayer. We believe that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He is going to provide what He has put on our hearts to raise, yeah. and uh, and He is. He is today. Today, I had a conversation with somebody over social media, and they asked me to send them a link to our online giving portal so that they can so that they can give. So I don't know if it would work to do it this way, but because it's really hard to explain the navigating of it. But I could 100% send you, uh, well, and I can put
0: that uh, and I could put that in the description for the episode too. If people, are yeah,
1: interested. that'd be awesome. Yeah, uh, I can send you the online giving portal link. And if you wanted to put that in there, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we're thankful for anything, but overall, over anything else, we're asking people to pray. We're asking people that that they would pray that God's hand would move and that He would provide, uh, mm-hmm. because He has and He is. Um, but, no, uh, that's what we're doing
0: yeah now are the schools in your area are they coming back online or kids coming in on a regular basis are they still doing the mixed online versus actual bodies in the building
1: yeah there's a lot of mixture going on right now <clears throat> private schools are for the most part students are, are all on campus so I've, I've received some contact information for some people in in those schools we're not ready to roll with the school assemblies. Right, right. Uh, so we are still doing a lot of stuff. A lot of the other peripheral ministries, peripheral to us, but main ministries with Youth Alive. So things like uh, there's a there's an event that's called uh, the Close Encounter, and a Close Encounter is a is a two day event where we go into uh, uh, a community and we do this faith faith-based event at a church overnight. We do an overnighter. It's kind of like a lock-in. And we really, really just challenge and equip students to go deeper into, into the understanding of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um and uh we do that with a, a lot of different things, but it's an overnighter. And uh so and that's one of those things that's really passionate in my heart. I met the director for our ministry. Um, at one of these events that he was leading when I was 12 years old.
0: And oh, wow. It changed my
1: life. Yeah. It completely changed my life. Uh, this was after, I believe I talked about the overdose that I had last time, uh, when I was 13 years old and I had, and I met actually, I met, sorry, I met him right before that. Uh, about, I don't know, four months before that overdose and knew I, I, I did this wrong. I know that I'm supposed to be following the Lord. I had this encounter with him. And I'm done, and uh, I, I turned my life around, God turned my life around, um, and so we get to do those kinds of events, where, where we get to talk with students, and really go deep, really, let's go deep into the questions, let's, let's ask the hard things, let's cry on each other's shoulders, let's cry out to God, and see what he might say about your situation, and ask him to turn things around, and, and, and let's experience God in a real way, yeah, that's one of the things that we get to do, again, we do the, we do Prayer, uh, the prayer room, which we'll most likely be doing again here in a couple of months. I got asked already to speak at one of the summer camps uh, that's coming up in July mm-hmm. and help actually help coordinate and organize uh, the content that's going to be shared at at that summer camp. Okay. So there's a lot a lot of things that we get to do through Youth Alive. It's not all school assemblies. So just because school assemblies are on pause right now, doesn't mean that we've stopped doing any kind of ministry. We're continuing. do ministry it just is not the main focus that we got brought in for but we're youth alive we're part of the youth alive family so whatever youth alive does we get to do and that's what we're doing
0: awesome awesome so yeah definitely make sure to send me that link like i said when i do the episode stuff i want to make sure to get that in there that way people want to check it out they can go to it and uh support you thank you so much like i said but also just you know i can make sure to put in there too you know, if you can't financially support them, you know, hey, your prayers are greatly appreciated.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: because you're praying for moves of God to go through, opportunities, um, eyes to be opened, the power of the enemy to be overturned in lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, amen. So, I mean, that's, that's the bottom line thing. So, yes. um, we're about to wrap this up. I know, you know, there's no such thing as a, a dad who totally sleeps. So you just got to <laughs> be ready for whatever. But um, yeah. I want to let you do something here at the end of this episode. Uh, now, can we come back together again? I hope so. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, I love talking. I love talking to you. So oh, man. every time I Appreciate get you that. Here, um, But uh, as I'm sure the Rasco Bros will hear this, um, <laughs> I would like you to just speak to your brothers and All right. say whatever and we'll wrap it up that i'm gonna go ahead and do my rap tagline because the last thing i want them to hear is what you say so everybody listen thank you so much for joining us for another fun filled fun packed episode of conversations about dot 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 normally of course i would always say be blessed be a blessing to somebody at the end of this i actually is changing up the format a little bit because i want dino to be able to speak to his brother so when he gets done talking that's how the show ends
1: appreciate that. Well, thank you so much. And uh, I also want to say that I really enjoyed talking with you. Thank you for all the love that you've shown uh, to my family. And uh, it definitely doesn't go unnoticed. So thank you so much for reaching out and and having me on here is a huge blessing. To Smiter and Jingles, I just want to say that I'm so proud of you guys. I know that it doesn't get said enough. And I know that we don't get to see each other often enough. But I know that you guys are blazing your own trail. I know that you guys are walking your own path. You're being, you're walking to the beat of your own drum, and that's always going to be okay. Um, I I pray that you find success in the things that you're that you're passionate about and the things that you're pursuing. I pray that you find uh, all of the tools that you've that you, that are necessary for you to be able to be successful in what you're going after. Uh, but above all, I pray that you. Stay close to the Lord. That you that you um, find a new level in your relationship with Him than than, than you've ever experienced. Uh, I can't even begin to tell you guys how how important I believe it is that we stay connected to the Lord and that we stay close to Him. So please, please, please consider making Him a priority uh, above all things. But I, I I just see greatness, in you guys always have. You know, I, I believe that whatever it is that you uh, are hoping for, God has such such greater things times one hundred than even what you can imagine. And I say that as a person who I said earlier, my wife exceeded my wildest expectations, and I had really high standards. God has; He wants to exceed your highest expectations for the things that He's placed on your heart. And I believe that you guys will see it. I believe that you guys will do it, just because. You guys are so incredible. So I love you guys and I hope this blesses you. Thank you again, Will, so much. We appreciate you.